Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire Northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRitter, head soccer coach at De La Salle High School for the Boys and also the director of coaching of Soccer Innovations of America. And we always start off our show with a prayer. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thank you for letting us have a, have this show, letting us have this audience, letting us have this uh, this um, um format uh, to broadcast really what these kids need to be recognized for and the coaches and uh, um, appreciate appreciate the fact that it's, it has been well received pray for sponsors now so we can keep this thing growing and uh, and and really just for your will to be done uh, I hope that this show gives you honor and glory as we go through it in Jesus name we pray amen I'm Father Son Holy Spirit amen Okay, everybody, you're listening to a very tired but a very happy Alan DeRitter. Uh, I watched all eight state championship games plus the two all-star games. And this time I did so not from the press box but from the field so I could get a feel of it. And uh, and tonight on Facebook Live at 10 o'clock, I'm going to give you my impressions of all these games and uh, and what I thought about them and where I think we need, maybe need some improvement, but uh, just what what I thought about the outcomes. The outcomes were very surprising in some cases and uh, very memorable. And I'm going to talk about all of that again tonight at 10 o'clock on our Facebook Live feed. Um, I promise y'all the, uh, the remote broadcast that we did was just a test run, the state championship, and they were so well received uh, that we're going to make sure now that uh, we, we do some improvements, probably get a good field camera, cameraman, but we got to pay for all that. So we do need sponsors, and so we need your help in that regard. Uh, I think with I think with a, with a better camera and, uh, and lighting, uh, it would have been excellent because the TV networks and the radio and the newspaper – I mean, they got the snippets, and and that's good, okay? Um, but it's gonna be nice that we could report live uh, as everything is happening. Give you all of the comments, not just some of the comments of the coaches and the players. You got a chance to hear it live. I had no idea what they were gonna say. I was just glad they were very professional, and uh, and it's raw, and uh, that's like being there. And I think it's a good thing. And we're going to do a whole lot more of it. We're going to start with club games. Uh, we're, we're going to keep perfecting this thing. So hopefully by the time we get to the next state championship, um, it, it'll be a well-oiled machine. But uh, our podcast is not our Facebook Live uh, feed and vice versa. Okay, um, For this podcast, we're going to take a step back and talk to our president of the Louisiana High School Soccer Coaches Association, Doug Hamilton. I got a chance to really spend some quality time with him at the state championships, and we were able to talk about old times and look at the look at the the state of the game now. And of course, as two old timers, we kind of have a different perspective than a lot of you. Some of your parents of 
even seniors, that means you've only been around for five years, and we've been around for almost 40. So uh, we have seen the ebbs and flows of soccer and the improvements of soccer and what soccer needs to improve upon, and uh, you'll be able to hear that conversation later on, okay, uh, after our break. But before our break, I just want to let you know, if you are interested in sponsoring the show or taking part in the show, like tonight on Facebook Live, give me a comment. Actually, there's a function on Facebook Live where actually we can even put your audio on. So let me know that you're interested in that. And uh, we can make it like a talk show, which would be even better. But for the podcast, uh, we basically uh, uh, tape this, professionally produce it, and I'll focus on one or two issues specifically. And tonight it's going to be really on the state of soccer from the top down. Uh, what, what does our president think uh, about the game? Uh, now, if you're interested in sponsoring, like I said before, if you scroll down on our Facebook Live page, you'll see all the all – the, um, the packages that we put together, but really we can be as creative as you want us to be, uh, as inventive as you want us to be. Just get in touch with us. We have all the equipment to do it right, and uh, we'd love for you to be a part of our success and uh, and really a part of our improvement. Okay, we're going to take a break right now, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Doug Hamilton, the president of Louisiana High School Soccer Coaches Association and the athletic director of Vanderbilt Catholic High School on Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future, and of course, our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at DeLaSalleNOLA.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's DeLaSalleNOLA.com. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook, or call us at 504-577-3131-504-577-3131. back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. And we have on the line with us, uh, at least for a few more months, I think, the president of the Louisiana High School Soccer Coaches Association, Coach Doug Hamilton. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, Alan. Thanks Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on again. I love having you on. And uh, and uh, you could have hit me with a cold towel when you told me you were retiring. And uh, I hope we survive this. And uh, you've been really one of the backbones of our, of our whole uh, growth process in soccer, and I'm kind of curious, uh, uh, what's, what's making you step down? If you want to share that with us, well, I mean, uh, it's 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 not something that I've completely decided upon yet. But you and I, when we talk, you know, it's something I've been thinking about. You know, we've we've been very fortunate to have two vice presidents. You know, in Sean Esker and Chad Bedreen. Um I. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's a, a complete done deal yet, but, you know, there may be some opportunities for me to serve uh, on the executive council in a different position. If that happens, it it may be time for me to, uh, to uh, you know, I, I, I won't be going anywhere, um, 
but uh, it, it's just something, you know, if we have kids, you know, I have two kids at Vanderbilt and running after them, uh, you know, as you know, uh, life, life changes quickly and, and, you know, got to spend the time with the people you love and all that good stuff. So it's something I'm mulling over. Well, it was just nice to be able to sit with you and Jason and, and talk to people who really have a perspective and can remember the 90s. And and anybody who can complain right now, they don't have a clue <laughs> of, well, of how far thanks we've for my, Thanks for showing my age, uh, Alan. Uh, and, uh, I am older. All right. It, it is. It, it certainly – I didn't think I was old enough to do anything for 40 years, but – this year is, you know, I just turned 50. Okay, I made that public. Um, I didn't think I was old enough to have done anything for 40 years, but I started playing when I was 10 years old and, you know, coaching, assistant coaching, and just, you know, uh, it's 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 something that's been very near and dear to my heart. Soccer has been really good to me, and I, I felt like going through the Coaches Association, um, it's, uh, you know, don't put me out to pastor just yet. Okay, uh, okay. I uh, thought you were going but, to pastor. But, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just something that uh, I feel like I needed to give back because soccer has been so good to me in, in my life. <clears throat> You're lucky. When I was 10, we didn't even know what soccer was <laughs> in New Iberia, you know? So at least well, you had we, a chance We're, we're assuming, for, for all your listeners, not to be too funny, but we're assuming that we know what soccer is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we really have come a long way, and uh, and you've had a lot to do with it. What do you think are, you. are your top three accomplishments? I think as a president. Well, you know, I'm very hesitant, and I don't mean this disingenuously. You know, to 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 make this about me, I, I will say that uh, early on, uh, when I was even vice president, the biggest thing uh, is the fact that we got the coaches association officially and formally recognized by the LHSAA and, and the LHSCA, you know, the athletic association, yes. the coaches association. So I, 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 it certainly wasn't necessarily my idea, but I just had the wherewithal to, to get through the process and stick with it and, and show that the athletic association that we were organized. I mean, it, you you mentioned the early and mid nineties. We we'd been talking about getting recognized and all star games and all the other things that we've accomplished. It, you know, it's, it's not unique to to Doug Hamilton's ideas. It, I I just feel like I was able and had the um, the stick-to-itiveness, if you will, to to get this organization recognized by the LHSA. So that that's got to be the number one thing for the association. Number two. Um, you know, is is got to be the uh, the All Star Games because uh, that's something we've been talking about for a long, long time. Getting kids recognized for their their uh, abilities in soccer, um, and and you know, then then just the networking uh, and the trust that our coaches association has has had throughout the years. I mean, I've actually had people at the athletic association tell me. They wish that other sports, and particularly their coaches' association, were as organized um, and tuned into their sport like us. Meaning, soccer being the model for other sports in Louisiana, which kind of is a big deal. Uh -huh. so. and, and I think a lot of the fuel for that is that you 
were not just a soccer-specific person. Uh, you, like, you weren't trying to grind an agenda that soccer should be the number one sport in the state. I think the state trusts you that you're looking for the best interests of soccer, but also know that there's another picture out there for all these other sports, and we're not trying to demean any of them in the process. Of course. Of course. I've, I've, at, at, at Vanderbilt, I've coached, you know, six or seven different sports. You know, obviously, soccer is, has been near and dear to my heart. Um, but I, I think in, in, for all the negative that may be out there in Louisiana high school sports, you know, uh, there is a lot of positives from our sport. You know, we've been a model, uh, and you know, this is not something that that's going to be on Facebook or in the news media, it, but, but on the inside, we've been a model, um, and it's due to a lot of people and a, and a lot of trust that's been developed. I think. If anything, the fact that I've been on the executive council for the LHSCA, that's that's helped me develop a lot of trust uh, with, you know, I've been around three different commissioners now and, and several different um, LHSCA executive council members and just showing up and, and doing the work um, and having people support this whole great sport of ours has is, is, is been a big deal. Okay, now for the coaches who are listening here, why is it important that they join and be active members? So that's probably the number one question I get asked, okay? And Sean, Chad, and myself uh, have been the executive council for uh, a long time. We'll just leave it there. Okay. And that's like a double-edged sword. You know, it's good for the experience, but, you know, we we always consider, well, are we being stagnant? So. to answer your part of your question, I'll say this. Throughout the years, the LHSAA and the LHSCA, our parent organization, they look at things like total membership. And the, the number one factor of why the, the LHSAA sort of gave us the time of day way back um, uh, in the day, so to speak, um, was because we had a lot of membership. I mean, the, the year we went to get recognized, we had nearly 90%. I mean, it was like 88% of our girls coaches were members and 80 something percent of all the possible coaches were members. Uh, we haven't hit those numbers recently, but it, it just shows that we have some commonalities and obviously in, in the backdrop of Louisiana high school sports in general, the commonalities, um, really help uh, us when we want to do things, you know, make rule changes, et cetera. The other thing is it, it literally does give us a voice. Okay. Most um, uh, coaches don't know what, what the coaches association has done um, throughout the years. I mean, I, without throwing any schools, public, private, select, non-select under the bus, there have been times when the LHSAA has called the uh, coaches association to say, hey, who's in the playoffs? Who won this district? There, there have been schools that didn't send in paperwork, and we help bridge that gap. Um, and, and just so many different things. One year, the LHSAA's website went down, and they asked if we could post the first round of playoff brackets on LA prep, you know, our, our coaches organization, um, website. So we've been, we've been working behind the scenes a lot. Most people don't know that it is, uh, our coaches association that has been, 
uh, running and, and helping to staff the state championship events for many years, uh, irrespective of the all-star games. But our coaches association actually goes and helps to host the state championship events. So, um, it, other than that, there are things like member coaches can vote in coaching polls, you know, the, 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 with power rankings, we don't necessarily use them, but they are still fun to see the disparity between what, what coaches think and what the power rankings say. Uh, we, we conduct the all state events, um, excuse me, the all state, uh, teams. And, um, so there's quite a few things that we, we've done for the membership through the years. We honestly, all the time we evaluate what can we do more. And we realize that there are some other things that we can do and we will attempt to do uh, going forward. What do you think is going to be on the plate for the next president? Well, um, you know, first of all, we got to have a spring uh, meeting. And, you know, I haven't completely decided whether or not I'll run, if, if the membership will have me or, or, or if some new blood needs to come in, That that's fine too. Um, uh, I, I, I would tell you that this select versus non-select uh, state championship events, currently soccer is not one that falls under some of those rules that, that passed at the last agenda. As a matter of fact, uh, a little bit of news. Uh, I read the memo today uh, from the LHSAA that sort of outlines all the logistical issues that some of the other sports are going to have to be faced with some of the contracts, et cetera. And soccer um, is is in the fortunate situation, in my opinion, to still be together and and have um, the venue and the games uh, that with, makes it for a, a makes for a very pleasant experience for uh, our players. Now realizing of course um, that we have select non-select issues, um, I think the next president, uh, if it's me for another term or whomever it will be in the future, uh, that that's going to have to be dealt with. And, and the dealing part um, is going to be just to help bridge the gap between the, the two sides of the, the, the coin. And um, I think that'll be a big issue. Uh, another a little bit smaller issue is, you know, there there probably needs to be some tweaking to the formula of power rankings. Um, but, you know, we could spend a whole show on that. As a matter of fact, I think we have spent shows dealing yes. with power rankings. And I think past. we're going to continue to have shows on that. <laughs> right. right. But uh, I tell you what, though, the, this state championship, I mean, uh, the way it was run, the venue that it's at, I mean, I don't think it could get any better. Uh, unless we have like a flyover by the Blue Angels or something like that before the national anthem. Well, I'll, I will tell you, um, in the, in this case, this is another thing that the Coaches Association does. Of course, uh, most people don't really get into the fact, the bidding process. I mean, it is a bidding process where visitors, bureaus and locales and or schools, they get involved. Um, uh, other organizations to try to host. So it is a bid process. It's not something that the uh, high school soccer coaches association decides where it's at. But I will tell you from experience that our very first all-star game way back in 2009, um, we were originally scheduled and I had had meetings 
with LSU, um, because if you recall, they had just had a, a, an upgrade to their stadium. And we, we were looking at Baton Rouge. I, I've had a few contacts. I, my vice president back then was from the uh, Baton Rouge area. And so we, we had looked at LSU's soccer stadium. Uh, and we were, I had made a deposit, but there was a storm back then that picked up the stadium stands and put it on the field. So we just so happened to not be able to use it. They called and said, hey, act of God uh, happened and we, we can't host you. And so the, we called UL and, and, and that's when we learned how amazing that uh, natural turf feel is. Uh, we, we hosted the first four or five together. And so when somebody said, hey, do you think we could get some state championships here? Well, I had played uh, in my capacity as a Vanderbilt coach. We had played a couple of state championships at UL before we had the uh, neutral location. Uh, and and I don't know that there is a better playing surface in Louisiana. Uh, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't <laughs> either. I've been to every single venue. Don't want to leave any venue out, but man, that, that playing surface is amazing at, at UL. It is. I mean, and the weather was bad all week and it really didn't matter at all. I mean, I saw well, some pooling by the, uh, by the drain, but who cares about that? And 15 minutes later, it was gone. It was gone. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it so much as a cleat mark uh, after, you know, that 30 minutes of rain. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of upside to, 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 you know, UL does a great job. Um, they, they did upgrade their press box and locker room and, and, and that, that was an upgrade. Um, so a lot, a lot of positive things. Um, you know, we, the LHSAA and I, along with the coaches association and UL and, and, Lafayette Youth Soccer Association, you know, they provided a lot of logistics and and we we always looking for ways to improve, you know, and um, there there are some experiences that you mentioned the Blue Angels uh, that would be <laughs> cool. This year we had the the parades after the Division One uh, or I mean the Division Four and Division One boys games and That's you know <laughs> uh, lots of stuff happening in in Lafayette at that time. But it really wasn't hard to negotiate. You just go around the campus the other way. I got out pretty easy, you know. And it Well, was, it you know, okay. the, the other thing that I would mention, since we're kind of talking about the Coaches Association, the one of the, you know, if things are running smoothly, it's it's not because of any one person. Uh, I, I would say the, the number one thing is experience. You know, uh, when something happens, you know, there are so many people that know, hey, oh, well, you know, Doug used to do this. Sean used to do that. Chad used to do that. You know, LHSAA does this. Michael does that. And so because we've been working together for so long, um, it's it's easy if something does go wrong, a schedule change, whatnot, it can be easily adjusted to. And, um, you know, the LHSAA and Fallon Buckner, uh, she she's uh, kind of OCD and made sure a lot of details got got handled. Um, and all of that experience translates into a better experience for the fans and and the teams involved. Amen. And like I'm glad you mentioned her because it's it's uh, 
It's been like not just a breath of fresh air, but a tornado full of fresh air since she's right. taken over. I mean, she takes this really serious, and she she respects the fact that we take it serious. I think she's learning right. more and more about the game, but every time she goes on the field, I see her eyes wide open because I guess she was raised just like the rest of Louisiana that, well, what is this? Is this a real sport? Huh, right. You better believe it is. Right. Well, and so. she has so much energy. Uh -huh. And, you know, the fact that she played the game and understands that um, that this sport, as as well as every sport in Louisiana, deserves the respect because we're dealing with kids. We're dealing with people. We're dealing with coaches and schools. And, you know, one sport is not more important than the other, you know, just because it's more people are participating or because it's a financial issue. I think she's shown, you know, soccer, the, the respect. Uh, that quite frankly it deserves you know it's it's still a growing sport and especially in the high school um, you know the, the the largest you know growth uh, has happened at the smaller schools in in soccer and and that's a good thing you know yes. the more kids playing soccer in my opinion the better you know the, the, and and like I like you mentioned earlier I've, I've coached many other sports and I've enjoyed every single sport I've coached um, and uh, I, I just like the fact that that she, as well as others, are, are showing respect by treating it as 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 we all in the soccer world believe it should be. Well, while, while I got you on the line, y'all game, um, the Vanderbilt game with Turlings was was unexpected and and kind of wild. Uh, uh, have the girls gotten over it? Well, you know, I, 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 I think you, you've interviewed uh, Phil as a preview. Yes, Coach as a preview, Phil. yeah. And, um, uh, you know, the thing about it, playing sports in general, is when, when you, you know, we were the number one seed and we had a lot of expectations. Uh, our girls, we, we were a bit of a young team uh, and we still had sort of the, the, the bad taste in our mouth from the previous year. So, you know, Getting over it, I think, you know, coaches can get over it a little quicker than kids have. And, you know, we've been very fortunate at Vanderbilt to, to have a lot of success. So um, we, we, we may get over it quicker, but what we don't get over, I'll tell you as a coach, and this is from me, we don't get over seeing the kids who put in so much effort and work. Uh, and, and, and I want to be very clear, you know, Sterling's was a fine team earlier in the year. We tied, you know, coach Dave Laparus over there. You know, he's, he's from, he's actually from Homa. I've known him for 25 years. Hats off to him. They were well organized and uh, we, we, we don't want to take anything away from their effort. Um, but it was disappointing. I mean, that's the standard that we've, we've set at, at Vanderbilt. Um, you know, We've, we've been fortunate, uh, I think, every year since 2001 or 2002, either our boys' team or our girls' team or sometimes both have been to a finals. And uh, that's the standard we, we set for ourselves. So no team wants to be the first team at Vanderbilt not to get there. And, you know, we the ball needed to bounce a, a few different ways, go on the inside of the post instead of the outside of the post, and maybe it's a different game, but you know, we, we don't play the what ifs. We, we, we talk about, hey, what are we going to do better next year? And, and hopefully, God willing, get get back there in, in 2020. 
Well, I tell you what, the girls look fantastic. It was just one of those nights, you know? And uh, we've yes. all, if you coach long enough, you're going to have one of those nights where you might outshoot your opponent 10 to 1 and outpossess them 90% to 10%, but it's still, you know, you can still walk Alan, out with we, a dial. We're, we're both old enough. You, you say, you know, you're going to have one of those games. Uh, I, I, we're both old enough. I've had a few of those games. Yeah, I've had more group. than a few. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but but you don't, you know, I don't. I don't make excuses. I know Coach Field doesn't make excuses. And uh, we just, you know, hey, we go to the next season, the next preparation. The good news for Vanderbilt Catholic on the girls' side is we only had three seniors uh, on this this team. And we, we're very young, very energetic. And, you know, I, I, I believe that uh, we'll, we'll be very competitive again next year. Um, but uh, I... I would tell you that it, it's not fun um, when when you feel like you were in a good position and and really uh, we just want to represent and compete as well as we can and uh, I think the girls would tell you that we didn't quite do that on on that night and and it, that's 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 sport that's life. You know, not everything goes your way, and it's you know, uh, adversity reveals character, and I know you 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 understand that yeah. uh, as well as anyone. And um, you know, hats off to Turlings, and you know our girls. Um, it was it was a frustrating end to you know, quite frankly, one of my favorite seasons in my career. I really enjoyed these girls; were a lot of fun. Coach Phil is a lot of fun to be around. Um, and there's so much tradition um, at at our school in the soccer world um, that uh, we just we just ready to get back to practice and and go to summer camp again and 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 try to get get there again next year. Now, one last question before we go. Uh, sure. You're talking to a guy based in New Orleans. I'm from New Iberia, but I'm based in New Orleans. I've been here 37 to 38 years, uh, and when the state championships were down here, I always felt like as a New Orleanian that we had a distinct advantage uh, playing here. And now the state championships are at a place that I think I think is better. I, I think it should be in Lafayette. But do you think it was just an oddity that only one New Orleans team won a state title, or do you think that's a trend that might continue? Well, I mean, we could we could talk a whole nother show on this issue, but yeah. th this is this is what I think happens. Okay, um, kids and schools and uh, coaches that play soccer more are are going to have the tendency to be better. And and when when you have uh, you know outstanding clubs that um, are are all over the state, but concentrated certainly in the south uh with more i mean the more competition you can play i think the better you can be and you know we, there, our state is is quite fortunate to have so many uh coaches in the club world um but i think because it's so concentrated uh whether it be in new orleans for a period of time or north shore for a period of time or lafayette or you know and let's not forget about loyola uh, who who won a championship uh, from the Shreveport area? Um, 
you, when, when you see the concentrations of uh, players playing against each other, I, I just think that the competition in those areas are going to continue to see more success than this, the, this, the areas that don't have quite as much competition on a, on a weekend and week out basis. Um, you know, certainly when you look at a St. Paul's that made it to their 10th final in a row, you know, um, uh, there, there, there's a lot that's going on, you know, and I think even Sean Moser would, would tell you that it's not just about the, the players that, you know, during the St. Paul season, it's what kids do and what coaches do outside that season that really makes a difference. And, um, I, I think that trend will continue. Um, so, uh, that's, that's sort of my two cents. Uh, you know, uh, you know, other sports that I'm aware of, we talk about this, just kind of to, to wrap up the coaches association. You know, we talk a lot about this on the, uh, Louisiana high school coaches association executive council. And we see a lot of trends, um, that involve kids who play, whether they're select non-select kids that that play the various sports outside of the high school season or are, are, are tend tend to tend to do better um than the than the schools that don't have as many players that that play outside of the season and that could be golf tennis soccer football basketball i mean you name it it it, it, it certainly plays a large role and let's not forget one more component and that's the parent commitment and the and the school's commitment to whatever that sport may be. I mean, parents look out. My daughter plays, you know, in the club soccer world, and and you know we we're going to be spending money and time going around to the various tournaments. And I know you 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 are club director, so you know this as as well as anyone that that level of commitment is makes a big difference um, as well, and it translates right into the high school game. It sure does. And uh, and so it's um, it, it, it there's nothing really to talk to, to. There's no way to explain to somebody who's not involved in club ball how there's just really no off season. Okay, right. and uh, we just never stop. My eight year old coaches wanted to start in the middle of January, and I told them, "Whoa, I'm in the middle of a playoff run. I, I cannot coach club ball right now." And they still did. Well, the it. psychology of sport, you know, I, I, and to me, I would love to have you call me and, and let's talk about uh, the psychology of sport and the, the commitment levels. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of those guys that think that well, not just in soccer, that in, in some ways, and this, this is my high school background coming forward. You know, these kids in, in many sports, when it's 24, seven, you know, even at Vanderbilt coach, Phil coach, Paul, they try to find a day off you know, to give the kids just that mental break. And, you know, I get asked all the time, why does soccer play year round? And, and you know, it's not just soccer that has that trend. Uh, it, it's it's maybe a, a, a state or a regional or national trend where, you know, players, parents, uh, they, they feel like I got to do something all year round if, if I want to play for this team or get to start on that team. And it, and, and I just feel like maybe, maybe that's, the old school coach in me, you know, that says, Hey, we got to find some time to give the kids the mental break, uh, and, and as well as the physical, physical break. 
but you know that's that's like I said that's a that's a story for a different time. Well, you preach to the choir here because I give them one academic day and one religious day. I give them Sunday off since we're a Catholic mm-hmm. school, and yep. usually like a Wednesday or Tuesday off for books. And, right, and that, it works for me. <laughs> and and I bet they come back on a practice or a weekend or a tournament. I've noticed that when our players have a day or two or three off, even though we might be a teeny bit rusty on the technical side. We more than make that up on the hey, I miss playing. You know, even if it's a three, I can tell a player when the players have three days off, they just come to practice that fourth day, and they got a little more pep in their step. I and I I, I can see that, and I, I think it it's an added benefit that what you lack in technical, you make up in 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 the excitement of the game. Well, I think I think that's why you and I could talk for hours, but I think yes, we yes. have to call it a day tonight. Nope, and uh, no and uh, look, uh, I'm hoping that we will have you on the show. And look, during the uh, the non high school season, which is now upon us, maybe we can right. just have a full show on the psychology of coaching. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. That, well, that would be that. You know, I happen to be an athletic director at Vanderbilt as well, and one of my favorite things now that I'm getting to be more and more of a veteran, notice how I said that, I really <laughs> like helping coaches, and that's why I've stayed in, as the president of the Coaches Association for so long. I keep offering because I had some good coaches in my young career that mentored me, and, and I'm hoping to give back just a little bit directly to coaches. I mean, we say this is about the kids, and, and certainly that's – our number one focus, but really we, we've got to develop coaches. Uh, coaching is it's, while it may not be a dying breed, you know, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to college to, to become coaches, whether it be in high schools, that's just look at Louisiana. We have so many non-faculty coaches because so many people are not making this their, their number one pr- profession. So I feel very strongly that I have to, give back to coaches directly, uh, whether it's mentoring or offering them tools uh, or, or accolades to, to inspire the next generation. I, I take that pretty serious uh, as the president of the Soccer Coaches Association and as a person who's been here, you know, for a long time. So, Well, and I'm just glad you said that you're not going to disappear. <laughs> so I'm glad you're still with us. We're not, we're old, okay, but we still, I got most of my teeth, don't you? Hey, 50 is the new 30. That's okay? right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So. Well, thanks for coming, Coach, and uh, and uh, we'll see you at all the all-state meetings and whatever coming up. Okay? Yeah, we'll come back and we'll do a show on, on announcing that because there's a lot of talented players. And, uh, of course, we're going to recognize all the coaches of the years. And that process will get started probably in, well, as a matter Tonight of fact. Tonight for us. Yeah. yeah to Jer- <laughs> uh, Jeremy Poklemba, uh sent us the uh, the ballot the, out. So the nomination part is getting ready to get started. That'll take a week or two. We'll go through the Mardi Gras holidays. And then after that, we'll we'll get to balloting and uh, and start announcing all those deserving players and coaches. Amen. Well, Coach, again, right. thanks, and enjoy your daughters, while you, well, your children, while you have them, and uh, God bless you. Same to you, Alan. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, take you. care. All right. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, that was Coach Doug Hamilton and uh, the athletic director at Vanderbilt Catholic High School. And when we come back, I'll come give you, I'll give you my final remarks on Monday Night Football, you voice for youth soccer. Let's pay some bills.
It's no ordinary sports show. Candid conversation. We've got it all. Must have guests. Significant Louisiana sports figures. Serious knowledge. Post game breakdowns, trivia, historical flashbacks, and my editorials. That'll make even the most diehard sports fans go wow. From the one guy who's always in the zone. It's what happens when you've been around Louisiana sports this long. The WGNO Sports Zone, Wednesdays at 1015. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Again, I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, head soccer coach at De La Salle and the director of coaching for Soccer Innovations of America. And what an awesome interview that was. It's never a boring interview when you have Doug Hamilton on because we've got so much vested, he and I and a lot of other coaches that he mentioned on on, on the air. Chad Vadreen, uh, Sean Esker, Jason Ortling. And, uh, of course, if I start listing names, uh, uh, some feelings will be heard. Definitely Jeremy uh, – I cannot pronounce your last name, Jeremy. <laughs> Pokemba, uh, Jonathan Redenauer. All these people really, really care about the state of high school soccer. And they get a lot of the bulk of the work. They really, really do. Coach Adrian and St. Amant did a lot of work this weekend. And um, uh, we need to get everybody involved in the Louisiana High School Soccer Coaches Association. If you don't know how to join, go to laprepsoccer.net, and uh, there's instructions how to join. Join. So that way you can start voting for Allstate and uh, Coaches of the Year. All those things are important, maybe not to you and I, but to the kids. And uh, it looks good on a resume. And uh, if if you don't think it's important to them, you should have seen the All-Star games uh, and how well played those were. Uh, it keeps getting better and better. It used to be just, you know, a hodgepodge kind of event. Now we have we have uniforms, bags, announcers. Uh, it was really cool. Chad got on the field after uh, Coach Vadreen got on the field after somebody made a great play and would interview them on the spot. And uh, it was just loads of fun. I mean, uh, and the crowd was magnificent too really the crowd for almost all the games is great and uh on the facebook live feed we're gonna kind of go in a little bit more in detail of that tonight at 10 o'clock so again if you want to uh post any questions between now and 10 put it on our um monday night football facebook live uh page be glad to uh to answer your questions tonight live and again, you can you can participate live if you want to on the screen. So uh, we're going to have a lot of the comments from the coaches. I'm going to try to um, play all uh, all of our interviews, uh, not just the whole stream, but you know the interviews, so you can hear what the coaches had to say after the game and the players had to say after the game, and uh, and you could be the judge as to uh, what you thought about this year's state championships, which were absolutely, um, um, I hate to use all these superlatives, but it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend. As uh, Jason Ortling told me in the middle of it all, he said, wow, he looks like you're really having fun. And except for not coaching it, uh, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. We're getting it right, and we're getting it better every year. And uh, uh, I don't think you should take that for granted. If those of you are newcomers, uh, if we have come a long way, you just might not be able to see it. Do we have a long way to go? Of course. Who doesn't? Okay, even the Super Bowl can get better. You know, you keep working on it. But right now, where we, from where we've come from to where we are now is night and day. 
So, uh, anyway, I hope to see you or hear from you tonight on Monday Night Football. Again, that's 10 o'clock at our Facebook Live page at MNFUDBOL. And, again, you can always give us questions on our Twitter feed with the same uh, Twitter handle, MNFUTBOL. Or you can um, question me directly, LAPrepSoccer.net. I'm A. DeRitter. Okay, it's... If you can't find me, you're not looking hard enough. Okay, uh, I don't hide behind any pseudo names or uh, or um, or anything. If I, if I'm going to talk about you, I'm going to make sure that you know I'm talking about you, and I uh, try not to say in front of people's back uh, or really behind people's back what I'm not going to say in front of people's back. Okay, so. Uh, I want to congratulate everybody on a great state championship run. And, uh, of course, on our next podcast, we're going to be focusing our attention on the All-Star and All-State games. About to head out right now to my All-District all meeting. And, uh, man, I'd like to do a whole show on the process of that. There are some districts that do it absolutely right. There are some districts that do it absolutely wrong, in my opinion. And, uh, and that'll be for another show. Well, I got to get going to this meeting. Uh, I'll see you tonight. And uh, again, may, car- may God bless you and your family. Carpe diem in Christ. And I'll see you on next week's episode of Monday Night Football here on Crescent City Sports. Thank Kentroha and Jude Young. Thank my producer, Andrew DeRitter, uh, for getting this show well done. And uh, we don't take it for granted. Uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.